1: Episode of Chatty Broads with Becca and Jess. Oh, I got Whoa. splashed <laughs> in my eye. It was awesome. Uh...
0: <clears throat> if you're not watching YouTube right now, oh, fuck. We are holding are creepy dolls and i don't know how you feel but this is like a big stretch for me i don't do good with the whole scary stuff when it comes to actual like i like horror movies i like hollywood horror nights i like all that but when it comes to actual hauntings what i'm doing right now is just to make friends with the spirit right now by we're holding the dolls and i'll be honest with you my stomach is not settled do they know i'm a little nervous do
1: people realize what happened
0: okay let's get into this for a sec so So, go yeah go ahead
1: last episode evan and i opened up a mysterious package for plug something that appeared at evan's house which is not a publicly listed address as a way to contact us and
0: not an address we use for our plug somethings
1: no so it was very weird That it was there and then when we opened up the package There was like no business that was being Plugged it was like this very vague Note about welcoming these dolls Into our homes Or some shit and they were just like These creepy old vintage dolls And the dolls and
0: the the note was like Thank you for adopting them. They're going to be a nice addition to your life. Evan and, it and I was were not so down. creeped
1: out. Evan and I were not down. And prior in the start of the episode, Evan and I were talking about scary movies and hauntings and shit like this, and like getting creepy. What would you do if we got creepy notes in the yeah. mail and like just res- like started? Uh, yeah,
0: it was not tight. It was it was spooky already. We were just already kind of like spooked, and when we got these d- dolls. So if you watched the last episode, we were opening the dolls, like we opened up another plug something. And at first I was really trying to be nice. I was trying to be like, someone sent us these dolls and it means a lot to them. So like, I'm trying to not be, I'm creeped out, but I'm also like, if, if you are someone who owns this business, please let us know. I'm trying to be nice. But like, I just end up caving and being like, this is terrifying. It's Why really is scary. this here? How do you know? There's no, and I think would also creep me out too, was there wasn't like a note that said and this is my business name. Even it was just, thank you for adopting these wonderful children.
1: Yeah, it's like when did I that choose was it. That? and I was just
0: like, dude. Later, find out that our ladies pranked us, and and that's all fun and games. If these were normal dolls,
1: yes. So this is the weirdest part: is the dolls are actually haunted. And, and I,
0: if you and- watched their episode, you would know that they.
1: And did the this. girls elected to buy haunted dolls and bring them into our lives, which mm- I don't, it's just going to add to the list of decisions that I question. <laughs> it's going to like, why the fuck did you guys think that buying haunted It's going to add to the like, d- d- the divorce proceedings one day yeah, of. am going to add the this. reason, why is it why are we still in therapy because you do dumb shit like buy haunted dolls. Dude, here's it. Let me list out our assets that are that aren't haunted and then the ones that are because, you know, it's going to when we yeah, yeah it's going to be like, well, who am I going to give the haunted fucking dolls to? Right. Dude,
0: Jess even took it a bit further. So I go into the room and I'm like, babe, this creepiest thing happened. And she goes, I have something to tell you. And I go, what? She goes, we did that. We did that prank. And at first I was like, oh, okay. Thank good. God. Yeah. thank. Honestly, thank God. I was like, okay, good. We're all not going to die in our sleep tonight. Good. Then she goes, oh, and by the way, they're actually haunted. And I'm like, excuse me. She's like, yeah, we looked online and found someone with haunted dolls who's selling them. And I'm like, couldn't you just... Couldn't you just give us a doll that's a that's a, that's a doll? Like a this vintage is, doll? Why did it have to be
1: haunted? It's the perfect example of a prank conversation where you're like, wouldn't it be funny? And then you just leave it at it. Wouldn't it be funny? Yeah, you leave it there. Wouldn't it be funny? And then you go, ha ha, let's leave. They're playing with fire that they don't understand. They don't know who the fuck is haunting these dolls. What kind of spirit is behind this? Maybe it's chill like Casper or Casper's uncles who are like semi-unchill, but they just want to spook you. Or it could be like Chucky.
0: Right. Well, and she goes, well, don't worry because they're nice. And the lady said they're nice. And I go,
1: first of all, according to who, what are the acts of niceness
0: could be like pulling one over on us being like, I'm actually trying to haunt people for real and make their life hell. And so the way I do that is I tell them it's they're nice. Yep. It's a diabolical plan for sure. Or the demon is playing nice.
1: Or this woman is having her entire life destroyed. By these dolls, and so she's soliciting them yes. as being really nice haunted dolls to get them out of here, to get them the fuck out of her life. How do you sell a haunted house? Say don't it's bring not, up
0: the haunted shit. Don't bring it up. And then I buy the house. It's my dream house. Finally, and, and the, then I'm my whole life's upside all down. Your,
1: you, all your every morning you wake up, all your portraits are off the wall, and the lights upstairs keep turning on when you're downstairs. And you hear weird banging noises coming from the basement. And she goes, you feel people in bed with you. Yeah. And then she goes, they're nice though. And I go, okay. And she goes,
0: well, where are they? And I go, I don't know. We left them in the dark. And she goes, don't do that. So now now we're like like catering to the demonic dolls to make sure they don't, if they're nice, you wouldn't be tweaked, but you don't even believe what you're saying. I'm exactly. So we got to be really, we got to be really nice to these dolls mm-hmm. so that they're nice to us. Cause like, this is a mutual respect thing at this point. When we're dealing with de- demonic forces, this is all about just like love. Like, I love you too. It's okay. But then is there a chance that they might get too attached and then it we, when we go we got to go to work and we leave them here that they show up at our work
1: what if they become like guard dogs where they become so attached that then they're like super sweet with us but then like anyone who transgresses in like even the slightest way they're like and go like and they're, they're, you know
0: they'll haunt and hurt people that mess with us
1: crash someone's car who messes with us not like kill them but like wound causes them like really annoying like fender bender okay so oh now they have to deal with that siphons their gas or fucking with your car is just so annoying it's
0: annoying yeah they they, they like they like blow a head gasket Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but the problem with that is they like
1: they like pull something on their water heater and cause their water heater to leak a whole lot don't want that and now they have all these home maintenance issues because they said something because they cut me in line and they were rude and now my like haunting doll (laughs) followed them home and is just fucking their shit up
0: now do you did you tell the haunting doll about it
1: no, um, mine would. i imagine like the relationship know. i would want to have would be like i don't want to be so like you know malicious as to wish the harm can on can you someone. stop petting its face it's i would like the, that she has hair in her face that oh, must be it. annoying um i would just want her to realize that i was in distress and then feel the need to um make me feel better by um ruining someone else <laughs> yeah i was gonna say <laughs> <laughs> For me, oh, well, did you know what Jess did then later?
0: <laughs> so, so then Jess, it goes. <laughs> Jess goes. Well, don't leave them in the dark. Like, what if they're gonna be? We well, gotta treat them like with love or whatever. Freaky shit she said. What made me scared. And then she goes. So then she she goes. She checks in on them. All does all, all this stuff, dude. The next day. She puts it in my bathroom in a corner, so that when I go to the bathroom, she's in there. Mm. Not cool. Not cool. Not cool.
1: Has Ember seen the doll yet?
0: I don't want my daughter to be haunted, okay? There's gotta be one of us.
1: Ember's already seeing like portals open up that's in her true. room.
0: That's true. That's very true, dude. Listen. If
1: anything, Ember would be like the perfect person to give the doll to. Ember would be like, by,
0: by the way, she's nice. We hang out all day and I'm like, what? We
1: play Parcheesi and stuff.
0: So what I'm doing right now so is, this is like, just she like, she
1: gives me fashion tips all the time.
0: Yeah. <laughs> this is, I'm just respecting the demon. I'm respecting the demon right now. I'm i'm definitely very nervous i feel on edge mm. i have a hard time breathing a little bit right now so evan honest. and
1: i if you're not watching on youtube evan and i are just cradling cradling, We're cradling the dolls the in demons. our hands for this one
0: now do you think calling it a demon like i've been doing is is not cool
1: what if you do it like endearingly like okay. you like, can have pet names that are that would normally be offensive like but damien if you do it no no no, no like or beelzebub no like you're my little demon <laughs>
0: Oh, you're, you're just a little demon. You're, you're such a little demon.
1: Yeah. Like when you like like I call the kids rats.
0: <laughs> okay, cute.
1: Like, do over here, you little rat.
0: You little rat.
1: You little rat. And they love it, but it's like if I was just to call someone else like that wouldn't rat, be too nice. They would not know.
0: So it's all about an endearing insult, relationship kind. Relationship of. based. Right. Yeah.
1: It's like you can call your friends offensive names, but it's with love. And right. they understand that.
0: I'm gonna hold on to my little demon as long as i can demon but i'll be honest with you i'm feeling a tightness in my chest and so if it, hey demon if it gets bad i'm just gonna set you right next to me you don't have to worry about it okay okay um uh so what else is there? how was your weekend as we normally say
1: well um we halloween did weekend the kids first halloween the first year they were both old enough and that people were trick or treating.
0: So in the past, you just dress them up for pictures or whatever, but then no real. we go
1: to my parents' place up in Topanga and there's like, you know, the people decorate like their barns and stuff. Right. And they, this one person on the corner that had like a little like haunted house for the kids to walk through. But no one did, like, trick-or-treat candies or stuff because Topanga is not, like, the neighborhood for that. Mm. So the kids just get dressed up and do, like, a costume parade Uh. down to this, like, haunted house thing. And that's kind of it. Okay. So there was no candy or whatever. Um, Super chill. But this year, they got to trick-or-treat for the first time. so fun. And they didn't really understand what was going on at first, but they quickly caught on
0: once that first piece of candy hit the pillowcase basically they're like let's
1: go ruth and frank were like becca was like we're gonna go to four houses and i was like why let's just tire them out let's just run them around the neighborhood until
0: they pass out
1: dude i can't believe of all the things we film and take photos of that we didn't film them trick-or-treating for the first time (laughs) because ruth's like realization of like I just go up there and they give me candy. Yes. That was like explained like six or seven times. And then she was like, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. And was like, quickly guys, come on guys. Like next house, next house. Right. Let's go.
0: Just using people.
1: Yeah. And Becca would be like just one piece of candy. And right. then like the mom or whoever was giving them up would be like, oh, she can have as many as she right. wants. And then we were like, no, 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 no. Like this and is a parenting thing. Yeah. Just one piece. You know, one house had a whole table set out with like six different bowls of candy and the mom's concession was that Ruth can have a piece of candy from every bowl because she was about to just fill up it's like grandma fat. style
0: you know like no nah, we'll spoil them and then you can deal with the repercussions yes, of that yes that's exactly
1: yeah. but dude Frank trying to keep up with Ruth it was like every, it was she's just falling these and, moments yeah. of happiness followed by like extreme desperation of him like nearly <laughs> crying trying to run to catch up with her and she's not old
0: enough to <gasps> like for me Right,
1: like, you know, just, just like a little pirate, running. Cute. It's the cutest. How's Ember deal with uh Halloween?
0: How do you think she handles it?
1: She's probably the queen of she Halloween. She just
0: bodies it. Yeah, she's just like, move out of the way. I'm coming in. And then she's just so sweet. She just walks right up and does a whole trick or treat. And she says, thank you so much. And just, dish, 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 dish. And, but she's funny. She's she's such an only child mm-hmm. because she also doesn't have that like frantic fight for your th- because you know when, you, when you're when you not an only child right you gotta fight for stuff everything's a fight everything's yes. like a i gotta get mine before they get theirs or else i don't get any type of thing when you're an only child you don't have that so we went to this there's this street by our house that's like i, I like literally googled like best street for trick or treating near me or whatever and they there's this like there's like this neighborhood a couple miles away that's like really bougie like all the houses are huge yeah you know what i mean like super high-end and you could tell they're like generational homes too so because like you could tell that everyone on the block this this is what you do like Mm -hmm. we decorate our house and make it epic you know so we went to that neighborhood and we were not the only ones who knew about this it was like disneyland yeah i mean there were literally like thousands of people on the street um and so we go you know house to house to house and you know houses are over the top so like some guys like opening and shutting the door and scaring people and it's like There's a band playing on the edge of the corner. Like, it's over the top. So we do this whole crazy loop. We probably go to, I don't know, 50 houses. But, like, six-year-old me would have been like, we got to go to a thousand houses. Until I have four pillowcases full of candy, like, we ain't even done. You know? Because, like, that's the fight. That's the sibling. Like, I got to fight for the candy and get mine. She just kind of, we reached, like, the end of, like, a street at one point. She just goes, I'm good. Are you serious? Yeah, she goes, I'm good. I'm like, okay. And she's like, yeah, I don't need to have any more. It's fine. And I'm like, you're such an only child. Like, you, you just know that, like, you're not going to have to fight for the candy and no one's going to be stealing your candy. So, like, you know that, like, that's yeah, a decent amount. I think I'm good. Not necessarily needing that much anyway. So, we're good.
1: <laughs> it was so funny. I was Bro. like, oh, my God, you're already, like, 15. Halloween, where I grew up, was like, like, the street you're talking about was... A All of Santa Monica, basically in between Montana and San Vicente, mm-hmm. this huge block, it's like a 26 block area, like, uh, like six blocks long. That entire neighborhood went balls to the wall. Right. And people would basically drive in from all over LA. The first year my mom did halloween there she was your said, house a part of this yeah she said her neighbors everyone decorated and went crazy and If you didn't
0: it's kind of like you're shunned almost and they probably. had
1: rules every kid gets one piece of candy and the neighbor told my mom to buy at least 3000 pieces of candy and it would be like an insane zoo in the street like you couldn't drive right. all the streets would be closed there'd be bands playing in people's yards wow. like wow all this crazy really stuff. fun dude nuts there'd be all the high school kids fighting each other sure like it, there was the first like crazy fight i saw was halloween right i saw like peter pan slam a dude into a car <laughs> you're like, and what just is like happening? be like punching each other and you're like dude what and then when we got to be in high school it was like halloween was like get wildly drunk and like throw eggs at each other over like you know all the kids are trick-or-treating all the parents are out like it was just like a movie right and then i took the kids out and it was like four houses on each block were like participating and just stuff and me and becca were like bro next year like we have to bring the ruckus and like be the party the halloween party house it was really
0: cool man it was like i had never seen a place like that where people are like shipping themselves into. Like I have been to neighborhoods that are nice and people kind of come from other neighborhoods to go to that neighborhood, but never been like clearly these people drove a half hour to be here. Like it was like an event.
1: Well, this is what I'm realizing like now that I have kids, I'm like no, we got to do the research on like what neighborhood we're going to take them I had to, to next yeah. year because like we had one person come to our house. I ha- see I had we're it, in an area where like there's not that vibe. I didn't ha- I just had it built in. I was like, "Who wouldn't go out of their way to do Halloween. Right. That was like Yeah, like, you're used to that. I want them to have that like nutso Halloween it was experience. Awesome. Dude, I wanna do yeah like a, pr- imagine if we produced like a haunted like house. Like a real like, deal. Dropped like, fucking cash on a haunted yeah, house. Like built did built some like, like TikTok bullshit and just we're like, yeah, we're gonna put like a we have a event budget right for <laughs> every like, year. This neighborhood haunted house for the yeah. twenty eight kids that are gonna come. Yeah. Just blow their fucking minds.
0: Dude well at one point there was one house that was so over the top i mean i'm telling you like absurd amount of decorations and i walk up to the woman who was like giving out the candy and i just said like and this is such uh, this is well no it's just like an old guy thing to say and i was like where do you keep all the decorations because i was like this is uh, so absurd this is an entire storage unit yeah just for this and she's like oh it's a nightmare and I was like, that's so funny that like you're providing so much joy. And in your head, you're like, God, this has been a nightmare. But
1: you have to do it. <laughs> but you have to do it. Because when you see some little kids like experience. Oh my God. The
0: kids were like in heaven.
1: Dude. And you, be, you become that house. The expectation, the bar gets set. Yeah. I used to jump out of my mom would decorate the house and we had a tree right by our front gate. And I would sit in the tree in like an all Scare black people. skeleton costume, and just drop out of the tree, dude. People would freak out. <sighs> Be like pitch black, and just suddenly just silent. Just drop out. Oh my gosh, dude! You that was so fun. That is scaring fun. people. I want to have the ones like, I remember there was a house that had the coffin where the corpse just sat up right, randomly. Right, Dude, because we'd be in line with kids. You'd be in like these 20, 30 person kid lines for these houses, and, all of a sudden, and you're sitting there, and all of a sudden, you just this shit scared out of you. That seems to be less the case.
0: Like, I think people have chilled out on the really scary stuff because, like, we went to this neighborhood that was really over the top and very little scary. It was a lot of, like, fun but, but very little
1: like like when we were growing up it was like i want to try like you, would, you kids. would go you would see like you know like step over like realistic looking dead bodies yeah and just like, like mutilated like, zombie <laughs> nod
0: because i remember when i grew up in long beach there were houses that were like literally like you like all black and it just said do not enter you know trying to like but you would go up and there'd be like people in the trees and like people um on the porch that were like dead but then like you'd get near him and they'd be like, yeah! and they try to grab yes! your ankle and shit. And I remember just being terrified. And yes. they, uh, people don't seem to do that anymore. That's what I want to be like doing. real. I want to have a theater. I
1: want to have like a real party and right. like have everyone in the party like take rotating turns participating in like <laughs> a haunted like, house. It's like
2: Okay, broads. Quick pause from the bros. So listen. I have to tell you about our favorite wellness product, and that's seed. And look, you all know that we don't say things like our favorite product lightly, especially when it comes to health and wellness. We wouldn't say it unless we really meant it, but when it comes to seed, It just doesn't get any better. I literally cannot go a day without it. I am fully hooked. I'm in the same boat. I'm just going to say we have tried a lot of gut health products and nothing compares to Seed's broad spectrum two-in-one probiotic and prebiotic. When you take Seed, you're going to be supporting, of course, your gut health. But the benefits go so far beyond that. You're going to see reduction in things like bloating, supporting better skin health, promoting a healthy immune system. Overall, your body's just going to feel good. In comparison to other gut health products on the market, you're going to see a much bigger difference with Seed, and that's because they've created a completely unique capsule-in-capsule technology, which allows for all 24 strains of specially formulated prebiotics and probiotics to safely make it through digestion and into your colon so they can actually take effect. I'm telling you, broads, I have seen Such a big difference since I've made Seed a part of my morning routine. Start a new healthy habit today and visit Seed.com slash chatty and use code chatty to redeem 20% off your first month of Seed's DSO1 daily symbiotic. That's Seed.com slash chatty. Use code chatty. 20%
1: off your first month.
0: Have you heard of some of the alternative haunted houses out there?
1: What the hell is an alternative haunted house?
0: I just made up the name for it. I don't know what they're called. But there are haunted houses out there that are volunteer based so it's just people who are like obsessed with horror Mm -hmm. and they spend like months building them so like Mm -hmm. they'll take a house someone's house who volunteers it and they spend like months like building it out and they'll make it for like adults so it's not meant for kids and fun and trick-or-treating it's literally for adults and it's like you have to walk it alone and it's like terrifying and people are allowed to touch you and like you're like i'm willing to do this and they will like take you abduct you it's a part of the experience like i want to go through i want to be terrified i want to like put freezing cold water on you like literally it's like a extremely immersive yeah like all sorts of crazy stuff like that and like they'll hurt you but like they know the limits and you just sign waivers like just in case you get really hurt you can't sue them like there's like people that go on people go deep with this stuff
1: I like that. <laughs> You're like, these are great ideas." I like these. I like these alternative business ideas.
0: Like these are real off the cuff stuff, real deep dark it stuff.
1: Is. I like, but you know the kids. What I think is funny is like Ruth is, um, like we're watching Frozen again, and she's scared of the wolf scenes now. She's like, "Oh, the wolves! Frozen's too scary because there's right. wolf scenes." You know what movie her and Frank really like right now? Huh. Nightmare Before Christmas. Amber loves that.
0: She dressed up as Sally. She was Sally for... Really? She was Sally for... And she was um, Jack Skellington two dude, years ago. So
1: they saw a kid was dressed as Jack Skellington. Mm-hmm. And they were walking by and I was like, Ruth Frank it's the Pumpkin King. And they were like, the pumpkin Oh my, dude, King. they freaked yeah. out. They were like, Oh my gosh. Like oh my gosh. Him. Frank was going like, Pumpkin King! It's the Pumpkin King! And they were like, The kid did not get... Why they were so obsessed. Right. He was like six or seven. They're yeah. two and three. Right. But yeah, Frank now sings. He just goes, Halloween, Halloween, Halloween,
0: Halloween. Halloween. Yeah. yeah oh, it's so it's good. It's just
1: like, how do you not find that movie utterly terrifying? It's funny because. But the wolves, like, you know, freaking what's his face yeah. getting away Some from the wolves. Yeah. They get away. Nothing even happens. It's but then f- you have like these guys kidnap santa claus and give him to the yeah. boogeyman and, and everyone's everyone like, in that show. movie
0: is like a demented is dead terif- but also just like a demented terrifying individual who's like i eat brains I am the
1: clown with the ripped off y- face yeah and exactly like, and they like r- their guts fall out it's like tight. it's really scary but i will say this i feel like sally escapes by just jumping out of the window and her, her whole guts, body yeah, falls explodes. apart and then she like sews her arm back also, onto her body she's uh Stucked. kidnapped and she has a, to by a terrifying scientist well, who keeps like, her up in the created her and she has to constantly drug him yes to get out frog's to, breath yeah. i hate frog oh nothing, nothing more suspicious, suspicious th- than frog's breath
0: like dude. dude that's a terrifying concept i feel like he, tim burton figured out a way to like show it to where like kids don't get the depth of how demented this is it's just
1: fun and kind of playful wait till we re- re- till we're re-watching edward scissorhands
0: another really scary
1: dude one. what i love though about tim burton stuff is tim burton you know who writes all of tim burton's music for those like the guy who wrote all that yeah the singer from oingo boingo
0: uh he just did a whole uh huge yeah they do every the year Bowl, they yeah.
1: do it. my one of my best friend's birthdays is halloween El-
0: element no uh
1: what's danny elf danny elfman yeah my, my best friends is born on halloween mm. buddy matt happy birthday matt and he birthday, uh dude. thanks big and he, uh, um, he goes like, he's gone to that like a bunch of times, but cool. he's a big Tim Burton. But the, I just think for anyone who doesn't know who Danny Elfman and Oingo Boingo is, it's a funny, it's a funny you would not expect it. Oingo Boingo is the band that does Whip It, yeah, Whip, whip It, it good. good. But they, that guy who wrote that writes all of tim burton's scores he's like a legendary Not the lyrics the fucking scores he's a legendary composer went from oingo boingo to this is halloween, halloween terrifying halloween everybody's screaming yeah, yeah like the dude.
0: pumpkin king it's so tight it's an amazing movie yeah dude it's actually really funny when she was four four i want to say or three or four she was in her like daycare school all the kids are running around in their in their costumes doing a we did like they did like a Halloween parade. Every you know girl is a princess, one is woody, you know, mm-hmm. just like the general children. And then Ember walks in, Jack Skeleton painted on stitches and creepy smile, and she's just walking around like <laughs>
1: we're like, That's our kid. Dude, that's sick though. Ruth and Frank were just dressed in what they wear every day. Right. Frank wears a pirate outfit every day like a head-to-toe right. pirate regalia and ruth wears one of her i don't even know why we have clothes for her anymore because right. we go to the thrift store and buy old disney princess dresses and that's just
0: what she wears every day
1: in rotation right only those and she sleeps in them so <laughs> she went an, through
0: a princess dress phase where so she would just wear the most uncomfortable dress she was wearing day. her
1: bell tiara and her aerial dress and someone was like, "Oh my gosh, are you Ariel? Are you?" She's like, "No, I'm a mermaid princess." Right. And they were like, "Wow!" And you're I like, was technically you're right. I was like, "I was telling them, like, yeah, except she's this is she dresses like this every day."
0: Yeah, like this is her.
1: So it, and they were like, "What about him? Like, is he the?" Pi-? And I was like, "No, he also dresses like that every day." Like, I was like, "The dress up thing isn't really special to them about Halloween. They're uh-huh. psyched about the candy." But Becca and I were saying, like, for future years, we want them to have to make their halloween costumes oh nice so they can't just be like these generic store-bought ones it's like be like make something
0: yeah man we're dads you know such dads we're such dads it was so funny i was we were reminiscing we were like we used to go to halloween parties every year like in hollywood and now we go trick-or-treating and it's like how no, now the life halloween, changes
1: now the halloween party is going to be about scaring the fucking pants off these kids I'm like dedicated on it. My buddies will be so into it. Children. <laughs> it's a good time. Everyone's too sensitive. I'm so sick of it. <laughs> I'm so sick of it. Like I was literally, I was thinking about, we're going to paint some murals in the gym and I want the, like just, you know, whatever the hype up stuff. And yeah. then the sign that I want to paint in my weightlifting gym, just me painting on the wall, like not even nice. Just put, shut the fuck up. Do it. <laughs> Do it. Shut the fuck up, do it. Just do it. Or just STFU, do it. I'm just like on a wall. And if someone's like, that is inappropriate, I'd be like, fuck you. <laughs> like this is weightlifting, dude. This is a gym. <laughs> this
0: is weight. You like, I like how broy this just
1: got. It is broy. Dude, the thing of like just, people just look, lift. When I was when I was coaching kids, the thing that like the hardest thing was like, dude, give a shit. Right, care. What are you in here for? Cause their parents made them. What are you doing anything in life for? So many people just don't give a shit. When they're kids, I do. And they also, most things
0: are just parents making they them do don't it. Don't even try kids hard. Kids want to chill.
1: They go, they go somewhere. They're like, I want to do this, but they don't want to put in any work. <laughs> dude, we you are cementing
0: us being dads so heavy. But, we're but already talking is, about like my generation.
1: Well, I was coaching <laughs> kids for a long time, and it was like, yeah, I got to see it. Where you're just like, dude, what do you mean? Like, why are you? Why are you even here? Yeah. Save your parents the money. Don't come. Save your parents the money. You think the
0: you think the kids are doing it for themselves? The parents are doing it for themselves to get the kid out of the house. Dude, but when so that you they don't have to watch stuff, them. They're like,
1: ah, ah, and you're like, dude, you're w- literally wasting my time. But I want to have this thing the in old there grizzled like, vet. dude. Well, I was. It's funny because I was talking to my therapist about it, where she's like, you have such a self deprecating like, d- like internal dialogue. And I was like, yeah, I think it comes from being in sports. Like my whole life is like you're never good enough. No, no, never. You're always a piece of shit. (laughs) You can always do more. And I'm like firmly, I'm like in the workout context, it's like you should always do one more. Mm. It's always like the day you feel least motivated is the most important day to do your workout. Because that's when the gains are made. When it's hard. (laughs) I love that. When it's hard. And the truth is, is like if you have a goal, if you have goals or ambitions in life, like you need to develop an outlet that teaches you like perseverance and resilience to be able to pursue those things Yeah. at some point before you decide that you're going to pursue a goal. For some people it's sports, for some people it might be art, for some people it's whatever, but there's a thing where there's a process you go through where you're electively going through a trial and error and repeated failure of like, you're not going to get it right a hundred times over to finally get something right and build a skill. And like the, the thing is, is like the language around that, the like motivational language around that is a lot of like, shut the fuck up and do it. Like you're never going to learn to do anything by just being like, it's hard. It's like, yeah, no shit. Are you going to like, like I had this vision of doing this sign that was like, you know, climbing is about falling. What's important is like what happens after you fall. Is that it? Or are you willing to fall again? Because that to me is like real strength is the like the Batman quote of like what happens when we fall down Bruce like we pick ourselves up and you do it again. It's like the horseback riding one of like you have to get back on the horse. Like I feel like we've just coddled so many kids from like whatever people had whatever the generations before us awful trauma and shit but it's like now we're teaching kids that it's like like things you just come like a kid's having a hard time and you just come and like give them a hug and like shelter the shit out of them and like hold their hand through every single process. And it's like life isn't like that. Life is not, the bank isn't going to hold your hand (laughs) because you fucked up your checking account because you're in debt. You think they're going to have sympathy for you. They're going to be like, you're an idiot and you spent money you didn't have. Right. You didn't budget it. Right. Right. And now you're going to have to figure out, you're going to have to get a second job. Yeah. And then you're going to be like, well, that's hard you're going to have to find some inner strength somewhere. You might find that in my gym. Reading a <laughs> Come mural, on down. <laughs> reading a mural that I painted on the wall that says, right. quit being a little fucking whatever and just do something, right. do something with your life. Okay. Lift this weight. So climb this rock, right? This fake rock that this I made for you. <laughs> I made for you. So many people don't challenge themselves. I get that. I mean, I think I, I'm
0: sure in, you know, uh, it's funny. I used to teach drum lessons for a year when I was a teenager, when I was a drummer and, um, similar, similar thing, right? Like a lot of kids didn't want to be there or they, or they wanted to be, but then they realized how much work it was going to be. And they were like, oh, this is not like, great. You know, they do that but, whole
1: Allen Iverson. thing, like, practice. Yeah. What's practice? We're what yeah. talking about practice. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. But
0: the one thing, cause I'm a little bit more like you in that way where it's like, I grew up sports my whole life and had coaches that were mostly like that, you know, like do it, you know,
1: but they really scream in your face. Or scream in
0: my face, or Scream. But I mean I, like, scream obscenities at you. And you if know? you
1: didn't do it, they kicked you off. Right. They were like, go sit on the bench. You're not playing next game. I feel like there's like a probably a blend though, because I do feel
0: like some people aren't motivated by that mentality. Some people are motivated by like um love. You know, like, oh, I feel loved. I feel cared for. I feel like someone's being patient with me. That excites me and makes me feel like I want to I want to impress them and impress myself. Whatever it is, you I know, just, like everyone's motivated by like a different I think channel.
1: Everyone though gets motivated when you acknowledge process. Oh, definitely. Like, and that's what I momentum. want to, That's what I want it to get across is like climbing is hard. It's supposed to be hard. Right. You need to embrace that it's hard and that's what makes it rewarding. Right. And like, you know, your successes are only in a product of your failures and there's not to me per, like literally i don't think that like the stuff i get inspired by is watching people fail over and over and over again even publicly to eventually hit like a successful point sure that's like that we saw inspirational stories from all that kind of stuff like dude fuck a guy in. who
0: failed and then made it to the top kind of thing if you know?
1: watch the any of the steve jobs movies which is a yeah. funny one to go into but apple failed so many times right before they got it right right so many times they failed and it's like all these companies like all these people who did anything did think about bands you work with musicians all the time Uh, yeah how hard they were when i was working for borgor he told me he started he was able to start he had to start his music career by paying other people to let him play right at their event he would he would bribe them to just let him get a set right. to get on. And it's like, dude, where's that mentality? Where is that mentality amongst <sighs> these, amongst, you know, it's like, yeah. that's so far and few. But I do think there's places where people can do this. And I think if people see things of like, it's, pr- everything is process oriented. Mm. I might be fixated on this because I'm with the kids right now where Ruth is constantly in that age of like, mm. she wants to roller skate, but she puts them on and then she's it's like, hard. it's hard. Yeah, and it's like, yeah. Yeah. It is.
0: Right. I feel though Ember's taught me a lot mm-hmm. about this because, you know, we sound similar in like how we grew up or how we were, how we were taught how to do something, whatever. Um, and it's funny because I, I was uh, even talking to back about this where it's like, I, <clears throat> she's taught me a lot in that I was applying a lot of those mentalities to her early on and I was getting nowhere. I was swimming was a big one. It was like, I was trying to get her to swim and she just wouldn't. And I was trying to do that. I know it's hard, but you know, life's hard kind of thing. And she just wouldn't budge. She just wouldn't learn. And she would barely try. And the second I, I let off the gas, she would be like, I don't want to do this. So then I just chilled. And I said, you know, I just would, so then I'd kind of show her by example. Be like, I want to swim over here. And then she couldn't come with me. So then she'd be like, oh, that sucks. How do I, you know what I mean? And I was kind of massaging. I was kind of trying to understand like whatever I'm doing isn't working. So like, what is the change? And I noticed I, if I gave her her space, she'd find her way into it. And now she's like a little fish swimming everywhere. So, there is a level too of like, you can be too sensitive to where you're not like motivating someone, but then there's other side where it's like some people actually just want to feel like you're giving them the space to find it in their own way. And uh, that's how she is. If I kind of just show her the potential of what she could do if she kept going, like if I'm biking around and she's oh, I don't really want to, oh, I kind of want to do that. And then she starts digging in. And it's interesting how like every kid's a little different, you know, like every kid comes from a different place. But like you said, momentum is the key to all this, you know. Yeah. And this is this is really, I this, mean, and this is Chatty Bros inspirational right? uh, podcast.
1: And I, I mean, look, I empathize and sympathize with wherever people are like physically like For instance, I have been climbing for a very long time. Mm -hmm. I should be climbing at a much higher level than I am. Got it. I'm like, I just don't dedicate whatever. I don't don't have time. Right. But it takes a shitload of time to get that strong. But I do think like the most valuable thing is the mentality. The most valuable, like what I'm trying to instill in Ruth and Frank and what I would try to coach people in is like, the resilience towards falling flat on your face and being comfortable with being uncomfortable and not knowing how to do something and starting somewhere, starting at the zero point, being at the bottom. Um, And that's like, I keep telling Ruth of like, I'm not, I, it doesn't, watching you do something naturally Uh doesn't make me proud. What makes me proud is watching you like fall down and then get back up. Right. That's when I'm the most proud of you. And just being like, whatever that is, whether it's an instrument or like whatever skill she wants to learn, I'm just like, whatever it is that you decide you're going to push through those feelings on, that's like how you're going to navigate life. Right. Learning how to do things you don't want to do, you know? Yeah. Or like setting your goals on something and then realizing it's going to be really, really, really hard And just embrace that and embrace the process. That's like the heart. To me, that's like what I'm latching onto is like the most important thing. Because if someone can do that, if someone can just do that, then they're set. They're on their own. Right, right. But it's true. If you want to do anything, like not, and I don't mean do something like get hired or do it. I'm saying it's like you have an original idea or you have a project in mind. You have an improvement you want to do at your house it's hard to start that right it's just hard it is and then to follow it through and see it to the end like it's hard yeah i don't know people need to i'm just sort of like i don't know i think we've universally just accepted that like hardship is like uncomfortable and we're trying to like get away from discomfort
0: Mm.
1: i don't know i might be going too deep i just watched all quiet on the western front so halloween was good Halloween was positive. Yeah, <laughs> Halloween was positive. All right. You want to get into this episode? Let's,
0: let's episodes, go. Dude. Episodes, dude. Episodes. Dude. So, Jacob and Shanae mouth cleaning. Great date. You know, very quirky. I mean, let's be real. If you kiss someone, if their kiss was the cleanest kiss you could ever have. I mean, a full brushing right before. That's, some two, that's two very fresh mouths. The best. I think it's pretty solid. I mean it was a good kiss too. It was. They made out. Sinead, you know, shanae, here's the deal with Sinead. Shanae. shanae and Jacob both are very um they're very unabashed. They are not, they don't hold back. They just they just experience any moment that comes at you.
1: I think shanae is my favorite bachelor contestant of all time.
0: She talk about an arc. I mean, you just wild. I've always
1: been a fan of the villains yeah but is my favorite. There you go. She's got a great attitude,
0: yeah. she's just wild. I mean, I wouldn't say she always has a great attitude. I would say that she is entertaining. I think she has a fantastic <laughs> attitude um I, I mean, mean she, she has she it. has good attitude, you know, but we she's 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 had her moments <laughs> um, uh Victoria, Johnny, and Alex that whole debacle
1: that was dude. My man coming out on top, Johnny, my man Johnny coming out on top, what are your career goals i'm i ha, i am um I've got a lot of motivation and a lot of drive,
0: a lot of motivation and a lot that's of that's all drive. it took baby what's your what's what are you bad at? I don't know, work too hard try too much
1: what it just I just love the question what are your career goals and it's like what? It's like oh, i' like I'm question. really inspired by things. I'm, I've like I daydream a whole lot. Like I've got this journal with a bunch of good ideas. You should see
0: how many ideas I have. Yeah. yeah, a million. Um she she bought it. She bought his ideas. Well, what's crazy is like I saw, I mean, clearly this was a head over heart situation, right? Where like her head was like Alex, right? Alex is the perfect husband. He's got all he's got his shit together. He's you know, assertive, he's handsome, he's got all these things. And then Johnny is a little bit more that young loose cannon vibe. But it's funny how like her heart was clearly Johnny. Like she clearly had like this. Like I gotta, I really like him a lot. I like being around him. We have a great chemistry. And I don't, maybe I don't have all that with with Alex. But I really feel like we'd be good together on paper. It's funny because Alex came in and was killing it. He was like assertive. He was trying. He was like taking her on little dates. He was being sensitive. He was he was killing it. And then. I just thought it was over for him. I thought it never works when the person becomes mopey you know what? and they become negative. Cause then the person's very attracted to not that. And then she just fully chose Johnny. I was like, Holy but you shit. You know
1: why? Cause he did the ultimate power play. What's that? He didn't ask her to, he was like, no, like it's clear you want to like explore your options. So if you want to explore your options, good luck with that. Like I'm not going to stick around but we see later later that doesn't always work (laughs) no but johnny fucking he threw that card on the table he hedged that bet and she dude i I am gonna stand by there's nothing sexier than what you can't have and victoria is used to i guarantee everyone like pandering and doing this thing and johnny's like i don't give a fuck what you say about me i don't care if you say that i'm younger I don't care if you say that my career is not there. I'm not going to dance in this like horse and pony show to prove to you that I'm the guy you should be with. If you can't realize that, go have fun exploring your other options. I'm out. I've got different things to spend my time worrying about. Right. And that was like, he might've been mopey, but that was his attitude when she was talking to him. He's like, cool, go explore your options. Right. And she was like, the fuck? And now he's in the position where like someone comes and tries to take Victoria on a date and she's like, no, I'm good. And he's like, that's my girl. Just casual, yeah. chill.
0: But then at the same time, Alex is still around. It'd be interesting to see what'll happen to see it, like because we don't—they don't show us everything. But it'll be interesting to see if he chips away at that. Yeah, like his, once Johnny, you know, if Johnny starts doing some stuff that she doesn't like, will he be right there to pick up the pieces? We do right
1: know. now, I like Johnny's lackadaisical, you know, kind of chill out attitude. Yeah, yeah, he's very. I chill. just think that was, I think that was well handled.
0: Yeah, it. It was shocking. I was not expecting that. I, I was thought, not I expecting. I was just like, she's the, gone. Like, there's no way. I was no like, way. dude,
1: literally like this guy's rich, handsome, and he wants to do all the things And he's that super she assertive
0: said. and he and he's fighting for her. And I was like, you're done. And Johnny got out with it. Except because away. what
1: can be assertive is laying down boundaries. This was like dating advice I'd give my friends is like, you don't want to be with someone who's like. We'll get like, into that. We'll get into that because there's a lot there. Right? But you don't want to be with someone who's like. Oh, like, what do you want to do? Oh, whatever yeah. you want to do. Mm-hmm. Where do you want to eat tonight? I don't know. Whatever you want to eat. Which oh, is a little like, bit of the Logan Kate thinking, vibe. Dude, it's like, it's a have a bit of fucking that. opinion. If, if you're on a date, like, if they, anyone's single and they're dating and you go on a first date with somebody, don't agree with everything. Don't agree with anything you don't actually agree with. Watch them go through that. Deal with that. See how it, like, have an actual discussion. Don't just, like, be so, like, don't be focused on being so, like, um... I don't know compatible in this way because like you don't the whole thing of opposites attract it's totally fine to disagree with somebody but that's where I was like you know I just like what he was like you make I'm not making a decision it's not my choice that you have to make between me and him I'm not even going to get into a comparative thing with that guy if you want to d- go explore your options with him I'm off the table yeah that's the power play right right that's putting a line in the sand and being like, make a choice. I well, loved it. Well, it worked. Totally worked. It works with most people. Um,
0: yeah, it was interesting. I mean, I feel like she... I, yeah, I mean, I, I knew that she had more chemistry with him. That was definitely the vibe was like, you could tell they have more chemistry together. You could tell that like on paper, Alex is the better fit, but you could tell she, she was just kind of not... If there was like 5% more chemistry with Alex, it would have been over, but she just you could tell Alex is boring. <clears throat> Yeah, I mean, I, I guess you could say that. Definitely not as, like... Definitely not as, like, uh unpredictable as Johnny. Even though Johnny's not super unpredictable. It's just that young energy. You know what I mean? Like, that young versus older energy. It's like, it's gonna be more unpredictable. Um And it was funny, though, because they went on that date, and then they were like, I'm really scared to be with you, and I just, you know, I'm afraid of love. And I was like, wait, aren't you guys, like... Didn't you guys fight for each other, and now you're here? I was like, what's the fear? But it was like, then they opened up, and it was a beautiful moment. It, it was, it was surprising to me that johnny like is so terrified to lose her and then he gets like in the tent with her and he's like i just don't have know if, if i can even open up to you and i was like what i love it i was like oh shit like i guess he's afraid though he's like i don't want another alex coming in and like frightening me um dude then we got justin back oh
1: my heart my heart so juicy Oh my God. If there was ever gosh. a doubt in anyone's mind about our opinion that the producers don't give a fuck about anybody on this show, Justin coming back is all the proof you need. All the proof. He's like, oh, wait, Rodney? They're like, wait, oh,
0: Rodney, nice guy. They're like, Rodney's doing who? really good. Burn it. Burn it to the ground.
1: Burn it. Oh, he's happy. Perfect. Let's Someone's destroy happy.
0: that. Let's destroy them. Remember Jill? Oh, yes. Perfect. Destroyed her. Destroyed her. Who's the next
1: soul? Yeah literally sauron is like running this show it's
0: insane um so justin comes down he goes right for her you know what i mean does the whole thing um when justin pulls her you know rodney had because it was because you saw the whole thing justin comes down rodney along with four other guys run up to Justin and give him a pod dude we're so happy and they even zoom in on Rodney and be like oh he's such a good dude great dude I'm so stoked to have him back and he goes Eliza can I talk to you and he just goes ah, 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 ah. Rodney does yeah, yeah Rodney's like smiling and be like wait wh- what What?" And the, and the best way I could think of like an analogy for this was if you go into your boss's office excited to talk about your raise and then they fire you and you're just like, oh, I love working here. I'm so excited for this next year. And I just, I bring bringing so much value to the company. I can't wait. And I, I think, I think this amount is what I should be paid more because I've been really just bringing a lot to the table. And I'm really excited. And they're like, we're going to have to let you go. And you're just like, oh. and I just, sorry, what did you just say? Like, you just saw that look in his eyes of like, I, I thought, oh, okay. wait, did you, what did you just say? I love, <laughs> like his look was like,
1: shock and awe So I think I think Rodney I love how Rodney handled when Justin finally talked to him.
0: Yeah, he kind of was tweaked. He was like the damage is done. I loved that. I love that cuz Rodney's like, been a nice guy through the whole thing and he kind of He's up like, for "Yeah, bro,
1: let's go talk." And he's like, "Yeah, I'm going to hear whatever you said." Yeah, you were not my boy. He was basically like there's no salvaging this. Like, "You are not my boy." Cuz what you did not not what my boy would do it was pretty uh i mean it was listen 11, he was like yeah you're gonna do your thing or whatever she's gonna make her choice the damage has been done yeah wild but what do you do i mean I there is be, a there
0: is a there's a 50 50 there oh i was telling Beck when and i by was the way, watching by the way justin doesn't know that rodney and her are because justin wasn't there when eliza came in so there is a level to that, too, where Justin is like, oh, yeah, I mean, I'm going to have to probably swoop her from somebody, but like at he the had same a time, long,
1: he had a long time to go talk to Rodney. Oh, no, I'm not saying he did it perfectly.
0: I'm just saying at the initial thought of going after Eliza. But yeah, that's where he blew it is. He didn't like pull the moment, Eliza, aside. Told him,
1: the moment Eliza told him that Rodney's her dude. He, he should have been pulled like, oh, aside. Shit, Rodney's my boy. Talk. Let me go talk to him.
0: Exactly. He took way too long. And once you take a little too long, it's
1: over. It's done. Um. It's a perfect example. I mean, the catchphrase isn't, um, you can't say it anymore, but so we'll say, um, you mean, oh, friends before love. <laughs> yeah. He did that the reverse. He did the reverse. straight. He's up. your friend who you like have been friends with for a long time. And then the moment you broke up with your girlfriend, suddenly he's hooking up with your ex-girlfriend. Right. You're like,
0: yeah, the classic, like, Hey, do you want to talk? I'm so sorry. You and gray. Like, I know you guys are going through some stuff. Come here. You don't, you just deserve that. No,
1: but I don't think it's it like was that. Was I don't. Well, no, cause he wasn't cause, no, watching them. He, no, he just
0: came up and said, they were in the middle of dating and he just said, Hey, I really like you whatever. So it was different in that no, way. It
1: was more so the, like, you've been homesick, Like you were out of school sick for like a while and your buddy just started a relationship with this girl. And then you come back to school. You're not sick anymore. You meet this new girl and you're like, dang, like I got something with this girl. But then she's like, Hey, like I've actually been seeing this guy. And then in your head, you're like, Oh, that's my best friend right but fuck him i am into you yeah right i'm gonna throw all the history i have with him away except it was more like you
0: you've been developing this relationship on the playground with this girl and your friend just walks right up to her and says you want to date me instead goes, <laughs> she, she goes your, maybe
1: your friend comes up you're trying really hard like you've been putting an effort you've been making her feel special you've been doing all this stuff and your buddy comes up and he just goes "What's up?" anyway yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> and then that's what works right. you know? sadly he's got did, his hair across his eyes skateboarding and he's like suck and i feel bad what's for, your name cool yeah, what's your name what's your name again what's your name, what's your name? What's your name again and she's like i'm we've met like a million times but like you know it's this is my name and he's like uh cool so anyways, yeah, but the only difference in this
0: case is that it's actually the opposite energy because she was wanting a more assertive person and he comes in right for her what and goes doing, i like you i'm fearless about it let's go and he is
1: killing it. what she's doing is playing games but let's talk about justin real quick
0: justin is killing it
1: justin is killing Like it. when
0: it comes to like going for it and then making her feel special and making her feel wanted and fought for bro he's killing it he's taking her on all sorts of little moments. He goes on the date. He hangs out with her. He constantly, there's con- tons of footage of him pulling her and saying, hey, how are you doing? I like you a lot. Whatever, kiss, kiss, kiss. Like, he is putting the groundwork in. And, dude, Rodney she's Rodney's going mind through up. it.
1: She's made her mind up. I feel bad for Rodney. Dude, there was a moment when, like, he was dealing with the conflict. He was so much more comfortable in that right. position than Justin. When he just handled just that moment of just yeah, damage has been done. Yeah. And the eye contact he gave him was like, you're not my friend. And Justin was like really off put. And Rodney's just like Rodney was so comfortable in that confrontation. Um, but just that like looking at him and just being like, yeah, no, this is like this is where this is the choice yeah. you made. This is where we're at now, and these are your consequences, It's like, you're not my boy. Yeah. That's hard. I feel it's hard to do.
0: You're right. And I do feel like there was a lot of things packaged up during the whole confrontation of her saying like, I want you to say, don't go. And I want you to do this. And he's going, well, I want to be cool. I think uh, to dude, be honest I with did,
1: you, I really appreciate it. Sorry. it's just just what's her face. Who was standing up really hard for him being like, dude, like what are you expecting from him in this position? well
0: It was Genevieve. I think there was definitely a lot of Genevieve talking about how she hopes they stay together and how Justin doesn't deserve her and all this stuff. Um, which obviously is loaded because they have beef, but so like in the beginning I had a bunch of opinions about like how they had their confrontation. And I was like, I see both sides, but I also see how she's this, or I see how he's this. And I understand that. But like when I'm now that I've seen the second episode and seeing how they continue to talk about it and how the whole thing goes down. And I feel like you could criticize people in the situation for whatever happened. But what I'm truly feeling a little bit of is that like Justin is ticking a couple more boxes for her that he wasn't. And there probably is some truth in what she was. There's definitely some truth into what she was saying, which is like, I want you to be more assertive. I want you to come after me. I want you to chase me. Like, I want you to want me. And I feel like you're just kind of so passive about our whole thing that like, I need you to like, not just be Mr. Nice guy all the time. And I understand that hundred percent, but I bet there is a level where it's like, there's just a couple extra boxes that Justin is checking (laughs) and they're trying to put words to it and they don't want to hurt everyone's feeling. But I bet, she just had a little bit more chemistry and like you can't really like, I and you think, can blame it on a bunch of different things, but it felt like that was just the the,
1: the thing. The truth is, is like, we're seeing people self-conscious about being on TV. Because Rodney was literally like said to her, he's like, dude, like I just didn't, like how am I supposed to handle that situation? Like you, it's a catch 22. Is like, if Rodney's, overly like protective or is like no you can't right do that i don't want you to do that if you do that like i'm gonna put all these things you see in the bachelor in the bachelorette you put contingencies on there you put parameters and like all these boundaries on like how your relationship functions it never works out for anybody on this show and in paradise in the past anyone who's been like too possessive it backfires And she was so ambiguous in what she was like, she's like, I mean, do you want me to go on this date? And he's like, of course not. But like, if you want to do this, you can do it. And he was like, I want you, if you feel like you want to explore an option and you choose me at the end of the option, then that really means something. And if you have an inkling to explore something, then I'm not going to stand in your way to do it. And she wasn't like, she wasn't explicitly clear enough in my mind to get him to realize that she was like, I want you to fight for me. All I want for you to say is don't go. She never like really said that. She, she totally was, did. She no, totally she said, I like, wanted you to say don't go. Yeah. After the fact. Right. But otherwise I'm like, no, you're playing games with him. But at the You're same playing t- games because he also said to her, he was like, but like, how would that have looked? He literally said to her, right. like, how would that... How am I supposed to know that? Here, but How here, am I supposed to I know think, that that's the there's so many things to be but I aware think this of? This is a
0: symptom. because because the exact same thing happens with Logan and Kate, right? She literally says, You wait, you said it's you won't like she she basically because what, what's basically yeah, happening I'm not
1: here for any Right, life. but here's
0: what I feel like is happening. That like if you take the isolated incidences and say, Oh, what they did were was playing games, or oh, that was whatever. I feel like what they're just feeling is And I I think you could argue that the way they go about it isn't the best way to go about it. And it's kind of like young feeling, you know, where it's like, I want you to want me. So I'm going to play. I'm going to do this thing to kind of, right. And there's an argument for that. But more what I'm getting at is like, what clearly seems to be the case is that these ladies are feeling like their guys are very lazy and that they got them in the bag. And so like, there's this thing of like, there's other guys who want us and like, you guys aren't putting any like the second there's no more guys in the picture that are threatening you're not putting any more work in like you backed off entirely and you're just chilling on the beach all day hanging out around and i feel like you were giving me so much energy right up until there was no more threats and then you back off entirely and so i think there's this level of them going like i have now someone else that wants me are you still bringing that energy or do you just think it's like I got my old lady with me now. And I think that like, and we're talking like, this is days, right? We're not talking years of a relationship. We're talking like two days later. This is
1: guys brains one-on-one.
0: And so I think that they're kind of going, yo, still, chase me a little bit she'll have that energy towards me don't give up so easily just because there's no so then both the girls do the exact same thing they both accept the date hoping that the guys will kind of wake up and be like no you're my girl they they probably see the energy of brandon giving it to his girl and they're they're like we want
1: that brandon and serene can get the fuck off the beach that's what i mean though but like they don't brandon first off Brandon can't do wrong in any woman's eyes but Brandon every woman is in love and has put
0: the work in from day one and when she walks down the beach he's running into her arms and like he puts the work in so I think a lot of these girls are seeing that and being like I'd like a little bit of that
1: my vibe I mean he has just gotten on you about that of being like make me feel pursued of course there's
0: been sections of our marriage Uh, where like it's like yo where's the where's the where's the pursuit where's the romance about a
1: played out song
0: (laughs) (laughs) no but it's true because we all have our like no like guys guys can really get down this thing where we just get complacent this
1: is guys brains 101 is like it's decided right you're what do you mean like what do you you're gonna be there it's this thing of like moving in with someone my buddy told me this where he's he never wants to move in with his girlfriend it takes him like forever to move in with any girl he's dating knows he'll just kind of sign off the moment i do
0: it's just i am
1: guaranteed to see her and all of the excitement of like looking forward to seeing her planning things making her consistently see how good of a guy i am and all this stuff the facade's gone it's all gone because there <laughs> it's guaranteed it's guaranteed and we're lazy pieces of shit if right. you're like us and that's why you know that's why the approach i that's why i dig johnny's approach was i was like i related to that where he was just like <clears throat> excuse me like you want me to do more you take it or leave it but I, but the way i look at its it, is it like, wasn't quite like that though. right i would just say but it the wasn't only quite thing i like would that. say and look
0: i'm not defending what they did the ladies i'm not defending i'm not this is not even a diatribe about like the g- girls messed up the guys messed up i don't care who messed up i don't care who was even in the wrong what i'm more interested in and we can get in once we get into erin and genevieve i feel the exact same you way know,
1: well it's like it's a small tweak beck and i's relationship hinged on that conversation she was supposed to go to paradise right Becca was talking to producers about going to paradise and the if you would have been like I time okay we were do dating. your thing yeah do, go 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 Leading there's a 90
0: chance you wouldn't be together le-
1: the week before she was supposed right. to leave was when we had this big conversation of like, she was supposed to leave that week. Right. I And we were having this whole thing and leading up to it. And we dated for like two months, I think, leading up to her going to paradise. And the whole plan was she was going to go on paradise. And it was like this conversation of like, yeah, no, I know that you have that coming down the pipe. And the way I was thinking about it was like, when you're dating a girl in college and you're like, oh, we're all going to go home. You're having this thing, like, we're just falling in love, you know, and like, and there's a time stamp on it and there's like a freedom in that or like when you have a fling on vacation where you're like you know you're gonna leave and never see them again or whatever but it was like hey this is a career opportunity for you you're riding this crazy wave like do that I'm not gonna stand in the way of you going on this like tv show like this whole thing you know and then when it came down to it and it was like going like we started getting in these started getting in like little bits of fights or whatever and I was just like you know what like I know you're going I don't want you to. That's And I don't want you to go because I think I'm in love with you. And that was like this whole thing where then we so were, you like were crying wow. and tears and like this whole thing of like, I don't like, if you want, if you're going to go on the show, like go on the show. But like, I can't tell you that like, I, I don't want you to anymore. She was telling me she was torn on the like, why would I, I'm in, I'm in love with you right now. Right. Why would I go on? Right this other thing like it just suddenly but if you were
0: like i don't care it's cool whatever then well, she'd be like oh maybe he doesn't feel the same way so let's and then can it's we over. go
1: to the moment can we go to the big moment because this is if we're talking me and becca the most if anyone wants to know what our relationship is like aaron genevieve argument is verbatim <laughs> word for word repetitive arguments we have had right that is our relationship to a T right. is the like somehow getting on the wrong page and then being like I care so much because I love you and then being like oh fuck babe right but also what he's putting his foot down on the trigger for him me 100% What he saw red on, what he saw the absolute no-go boundary line was like, I am exactly the same way. How funny. Do not come between me and my boys. My favorite, the start of it, Cificos and Pool. Pacificos and Pool? No, not even Pacificos. Pacificos. Cificos and Pool. Dude. I (laughs) had the subtitles on and it said Cificos and Pool and I was like, that's so... We need to talk. We need to try to get them on. I
0: know, dude. But there was so many. I kept writing because there were so many subtleties in the argument that made me laugh. Because it was like it started off with like she like again when you're out of it and there's no emotion attached. You're like there's a million ways this could have ended so cleanly and easily in two seconds. Right? Mm -hmm. If she because she was I will say she was super calm and super mature how she approached the situation she didn't freak out on him she go what the fuck is your problem he's the one that snapped so she was just being nice and said i want to spend a little special time with you can we do that basically and he's like let's bring the boys right and so she's like without hey. asking right, can without you asking bring the so boys. he totally blew it right and then she just goes hey like i'd like to spend more than 10 minutes today together like can we have a moment and he just looks at and goes are you seriously doing this right now and it was just such an over-the-top response and i've definitely done that before i've definitely done that before
1: like especially they've been drinking whatever in front and victoria johnny she's just like what johnny i just love i loved johnny's response this is the old this whole thing is ultimate your boys coming first when she's like what are they arguing about and he goes i don't know they're just talking loud yeah like i'm not even we can all hear exactly what they're saying but we're not mom and dad are talking loud right. we're just gonna let them talk loud and not listen to whatever it is even though i right. was so down for that response it was so and funny. i love that they're as far away as me and you are literally fully full fighting and there's 30 people on the back that is me and
0: becca so to a t yeah no fear and it's funny but so so then so they get on the fight they're having all these things and there's so many one-liners to me that are so funny That's read through them well no I mean just like the gaslighting thing was hilarious like clearly not what gaslighting is and just <sighs> just be like you pissed me off so you're gaslighting me was just unbelievable he's like dude she wants to hang out with me and I want to hang out with the boys she's gaslighting me and I was like not quite just made up the word um but uh, uh the, are you really doing this killed me um you make me feel like I did something wrong I was a hilarious that. like I had nothing to do with that it was she was just like I need a little special time with you. Um, Oh, yeah. No other dude's girl is mad at him. Yes, you're always tweaking it. Yes, you know what I mean? Yes! <laughs> it's like... Comparing to the other yeah. relationship! And it was so funny to me too Score. because... It was funny because like she wasn't even mad. She wasn't tweaking at him. She wasn't screaming at him. She was just like, hey, um, can we spend a little more time right no, now together?
1: she was... She was guilt tripping him. It doesn't matter. She was it, being... She wasn't...
0: Like later on they got into it, but no don't it doesn't matter. Do no, you know no, how
1: many times I've died on this No, no. hear me out. It hear me matters.
0: Out. Hear me out. <laughs> she was flawless for those first five minutes Mm -hmm. she didn't say anything wrong she didn't go you've been doing this all day you're lame you didn't she literally just said like i want to spend a little time with you and i feel a little bit like rejected it was literally that sweet and he's like are you seriously doing that no one's mad you're mad at me all that like he just was like down her throat like clearly they had been fighting so like he was on edge but what killed me was like in that very moment in that very moment all he had to do to solve the whole thing was be like oh babe yeah i'm so sorry that was kind of an error judgment Let's go Let's go grab a drink. Spend 20 minutes with her. Go back. We hang out with everyone all over. Yeah. But instead, totally. he's just like, I'm not that, having this. And it just killed does. me because it just reminded me of me when I was young. When it was like, instead of small fixes, small fixes, she just clearly felt like she needed a little attention. He gives her, if he gives her 30 minutes of attention... It's all over. They're what? connected. She feels good. We're back to but instead, let's fight for the next 3 hours and blow the whole
1: camp to pieces. And it was just so because funny. What's dude. being triggered is him being like, "Yeah, that whole week you were gone, women were pursuing. I was I was doing things. You're just talking about Do you know how many things I do for you right. all the time <laughs> and you want to talk about spending time together? We spent all day together." Right. What are you talking about? Was right. the, like the ultimate it pinged that self consciousness of like, is it never enough? Are all the unspoken and un like unacknowledged things mm-hmm. I do not enough? Can you not see the things? How many sacrifices and time and energy I put toward that was like, yes. I mean, you're what everything you're saying is one hundred percent correct. I just know where Aaron's at, even if he's in the wrong. I know where he's at on that. But what's stand up? All of that is forgivable. All that's to the side because it's miscommunication. They're just on the wrong page. My favorite part is the moment reality hit him. And when Genevieve packs her bags, is walking down the line and this fool comes up and he's just like, what's up? What are you doing? And she's like, what do you mean? And he's like, yeah, like... What are you, like, the whole no, thing? rewind, of the, rewind. What? Because right before that, there's two quotes to me that step him, dude, out as him. the pinnacle of the
0: quotes, and both of them happen. They're so fucking funny. The number one, well, the, the, my favorite moment in, like, a funny way, which was just unbelievable, was that they're fighting, right? They have this moment. She's packing bags. He doesn't know yet. Then he kind of knows, and he's walking, sitting by the bar, and Victoria has talked her down off the mountain.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And Victoria goes, just talk to him, just talk to him. And he's chilling there. And she walks up to him and he goes, hey, can we talk for a minute? And he goes, um, um, Yeah. And she goes, why did you do that? And he goes, well,
1: this was like, this
0: was like the most melodramatic of all time. I loved is that it. It, is it like, well, I mean, what? I can't on my own time have my own time. It's all about your time and you can't have your own. And I was like, bro, like that was the most dramatic shit I've Literally. ever seen in my life is him going like, wait, so I can't even hesitate. It's all about your time. I can't even have my own
1: time to talk about this. And let's hope it was just like,
0: oh my I God, bro, she's trying to reconcile with it. you.
1: It was in. Verbatim quotes, verbatim quotes for me when i'm mad at becca becca tries to come up and be sweet and i go don't talk to me don't touch me right now i don't like i'm you, disciplining right. you no, i literally say to her i go i don't like you right now and she goes she gets like what and i go i just i can't i don't i'm not receptive i am mad at you and i don't like you right now and i just walk away and God. i'm just like right now no I'm not like if she were to come up and be like, can I talk to you right now? I'll literally have to be like, like the default, the partner in me is like, yeah, any time of day, like you can have my time, but from counseling stuff or whatever is just like, I have to cool off. Oh, okay. And so if there's a thing of like, Hey, are you receptive? It's like, it's not constructive if I just like force it because I'm not in a calm receptive mindset. I'm in hyper defensive. Right. Flip out mode. And that is literally like the nicest way I can say it is just literally like, I don't like you right now. It's just don't talk to me right now. I don't want to be around you. I don't like you right now. And I do it like all like little kid oh when I'm just like, God. no, no. Frank does this Gosh. where you try to deal with Frank and he goes, no. Yeah.
0: Just that's angry. how I am in that and moment. And so then she runs off. I she's feel Aaron. He stops her again and they're fighting. And then his like, his, no, like dude, sermon, him, his sermon never about mind his happiness his was
1: insane. Him watching her with her bags and he's like, what are you doing?
0: Yeah. Are you serious?
1: Are you serious right now? Dude, that literally, I was like, dude, this full... Oh. The, I was like... The dude, other quote is, I just
0: wanted to mention that killed me. Are you serious? <laughs> My, yeah. Are you serious? The other quote that killed me before the whole bags, before she was leaving, was he goes, honestly, like... She makes me feel bad like all the time and I make her feel good all the time.
1: That, yes! <laughs> I'm like, that is an incredible all the time.
0: I make her all feel good, good all the she time. Makes and she me makes me feel it. bad
1: all the time and all I do is make her feel good all the time. That was the ultimate. I'm on the floor. I can't nothing, even recover.
0: Nothing like a bulletproof mentality.
1: <laughs> I love, I was waiting for him to be joking, but he's like, No, he's I'm just serious. dead fucking serious. I'm dead serious. He's like, I, I make I her
0: think, feel good all the time and she makes me feel time, bad all the time. All the time and she makes me feel bad.
1: <laughs> this is what I'm saying. It's the guilt trip. Oh it's my the guilt God, trip. dude. I can't, dude, I'm and like. it was all
0: over her just wanting a little time. For for twenty minutes to just oh, hang out by the pool. Oh, sorry, Dolly. Hey, Dolly. Oh, bro, that killed me. So then, so then that's the, my favorite yeah, line. And they do the whole thing, and they're fighting, and then he goes on this like he like stands. Well, no, up I on have the a s- lot of
1: favorite lines, actually. but
0: he sits on like the side of the hill, and he's just like, "You listen to me. I my happiness will not be threatened, and what my happiness is is giving
1: you a kiss and throwing the ball with the boys." <laughs> Dude, yes! that was incredible. That was the ultimate bros. Before that was like, but dude, it was just... he was literally like, if you te- if you're telling me right now oh. that our relationship means no boys, no relationship, yeah. and he was like, he was literally in the like, if like there has to have been a girl in his life who just made made him, him never hang out with the boys, put the question in front of him. Boys it's either me. them or me. Mm-hmm. I had a girl do that to me. Mm. Snap me out. She literally, I was like, I was at this boarding school with my best friend. My number one oldest. Yeah. Day one. We were in this like reform boarding school together. And there were like 30 guys and like six girls. And so it's, you know, whatever. If you have a girlfriend, the thing is like, fuck. Right. And I was like puppy dogging where I was just like, Whatever it is, whatever you want, type of situation. And at one point, like my buddy, we were like getting more and more distant and we were talking. And then I went to see her, and she was like, our relationship was like fringing or whatever. And she literally said to me, It's either like, it's either him or me. Right. And I remember just like that put so much clarity in my brain where I was like, I paused and I was like, I met you. I met you like a couple months ago. He's been my best friend since we were seven and eight. And I was just like, I was 18. I remember just being like, this isn't even a... This is literally not even a question. Right, and right. I just remember like walking <laughs> well, away. Obviously
0: too, unless that person's a bad person, like your friend is a bad influence. She was not or bad. bad. She wasn't a bad no, no, influence. No, no, no. Yeah, I'm saying the friend, yeah, unless no, the totally. friend is like literally a bad influence yeah, like or you're like doing heroin together. Right. Or like just really bad. It's like causing a really bad, yeah. causing you Talks to be a bad it. person. No, but then it, that's a good, but like anytime someone does that, obviously it's not a good sign. But it was
1: that thing where dude, like I have been like, oh my gosh, like, yeah, in that situation of like, no, 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 it's very important for me to be able to spend time with my guy friends right. and have that thing. Especially but 18. That's dude. where yeah. I wonder, dude. Aaron's reaction oh, was like so funny. Especially when you're like had late had 20s. Was, dude, <laughs> like my happiness, much. my happiness is you just chilling out and we drink beers together and chill. And when I want to fucking throw the football around with my boys, I can't. And I know that my girls there just hanging out
0: <laughs> waiting for me
1: waiting for me to come back and like be in a good mood how funny
0: was it too when remember how he's talking to johnny and he goes dude all i do is make her happy and she just makes me sad all the time anyway dude do you see the swell over there <laughs> like, like listen if you want to date aaron it doesn't matter how old he is he will always be the guy that spends way too much time with his friends and when the girlfriend goes you know little time with me he goes dude all i do is hang out with you me and all my friends <laughs> like there's no question he has a distorted view like i love aaron but you know he has a distorted view of how much time he actually spends with his friends me you and all my friends he has so this much is why time i
1: want to spend time with aaron and james
0: god it killed me like you know that he even says like uh, where me and james are a package deal like the genevieve he's like just so you know he will be living with us like that's not I even a question
1: want to spend so time funny. with them um, i want to go down to san diego and surf with them
0: seriously anyway that Take was him a, to fucking school that killed me and then they got back the way they got back together too was like how me and jess used to fight when we were 22 it was like drag out and then the other person just goes well i just love you though i love you and then two seconds later we're laughing and we're all good and it's like chaos it made me laugh
1: yeah but so what i love hard. is literally fuck everyone else's opinion yeah it doesn't matter i loved watching um Victoria and Eliza get trapped and they're like, fuck, I like, can't go anywhere. Or... And then they're like, yeah, but, and I love that they defended him in that way of like, you don't get to, you don't say this kind of stuff and behave that way when you don't deeply care about somebody. Right. And then when they dropped that they were loving, dude, the look on his face, the like the train like, that <sighs> hit him where he was like, oh. She said,
0: I'm falling in love with you. And she's was like, like all
1: crying and, said, and he's like, oh fuck. And he just like, this is where I was like, yeah, All forgiven. All the stuff. He's like, I love you too, and then it was all good. It just just made me laugh so, dude. I was all about it. Beck and I were dying. (laughs) Like, I'm sure people will. A lot of people will say like
0: that was toxic and unhealthy and all this stuff. And there obviously was very toxic, like things that happened. A hundred percent. It was like not a healthy argument at all. But it is funny when you think about like they do. They do must really care. I'm going to take other.
1: that. You know, I'm going to say you do also. Is, real these, quick, my, these I I have led this this entire time by saying these are my verbatim arguments with. That yeah. guy, and now you're saying that it's toxic. I also said I had those exact are arguments we about as to well. Have an argument. I don't appreciate you saying that my relationship is toxic. I didn't say
0: your relationship is toxic. I said we both had many of those. I was, oh my gosh,
1: I was about to slam my <clears> haunted doll on so the ground. So you won't
0: admit that like those are a lot. There's a lot of toxic parts of that argument.
1: How did it resolve? It's not about how it resolved. There it like resolve?
0: there was a lot of. To- toxic parts i'm the same way i've had those arguments with Jeff a million times when we were younger but dude
1: uh don't listen to evan dolly
0: i'm not saying you're toxic at all i'm more saying like we all can admit that like that was a crazy journey but here's what i will say but you guys probably also aren't nearly as emotional as they are evan's calling you're evan's, definitely not doing that
1: evan's saying that my relationship with Becca is... Toxic. Oh my god, I'm so not. I want you to. I want you to oh, stay <laughs> at Evan's house tonight.
0: I want you to cut the power I want
1: lines. You to ruin his life. <clears throat> I want you to ruin his life. I but want you I, to
0: I love that because hack I hack his I,
1: computer and delete his calendar, so that he misses all his important meetings, and that all the night shows that he does all their music production for it doesn't that the, it all fucks up.
0: <laughs> Don't put that energy out there.
1: God damn. <laughs> my petty ass oh my god i'm just kidding no but um Mm. but no i like having a haunted doll i like having a haunted spirit that i could sick on people my petty ass i'm so petty in that way oh you want to say whatever you want to me you want to judge me that's fine no judgment ghost
0: after you more what i'm getting at is i'm the (laughs) exact same way and because of that because and we've both been there it is like real you when you have that strong feelings like people fight like that when they got that type of so either way there's a lot of toxicity in that argument that went down but from being there ourselves we do know that there is some serious like connection
1: they have a chance to make it
0: from tweets i've seen i don't know if that happens we'll see but uh uh well that was fun i I mean i think (sighs) <sighs> we'll see what happens with justin it was nice
1: for me to see some normal people just some normal like this is that felt very real to me right
0: i loved how how hectic it was it was amazing I loved
1: it my happiness
0: <sighs> what,
1: what are you doing what are you doing what are you doing i like, make you
0: happy all the time and you make me unhappy all the time <laughs> anyway i love you never mind <laughs> and all then all you do and is then,
1: all you do is make me feel bad yeah. and all i do is make her feel good you was- making
0: me feel like i'm doing something wrong i mean the quotes were endless they were amazing and then i love three minutes after the most intense fight of the season he's picking her up and she's straddling him and they're kissing it's just beautiful chef's kiss chef's kiss we love you guys great episodes um dude this season is unprecedented in just action true it really is unprecedented in we like,
1: didn't even get to the twins whole situation i mean i did
0: I'm, i didn't feel like it was like positive epic.
1: attitudes all around positive good attitudes. Good I thought job it was fun. on them
0: yeah i mean i feel like they just came in the the two ladies who aren't with they, they, they definitely cruisers, shocked dude. us they, they shocked us with the love you know kate you know didn't the whole yeah it's like it, it didn't work out for justin all right so it didn't work out for roddy that she's like went with justin it did work out for logan that she went she went with him <laughs> i guess it was like hayden was she was like Ugh. it was like okay logan got lucky there so he better step it up because if this happens again with someone she might connect with like danger alex might swoop in you never know
1: i loved that they were like i'm italian <laughs> and then he's like oh like I'm, I'm from italy and then he's like well i've never been
0: i've never even been to europe
1: that was the funniest thing is <laughs> yeah. like bro you're not from italy you're
0: italian you're not you're not from italy
1: yeah like there's not being like growing up in like little italy is growing not the up same in thing. staten island is yeah. not the
0: same thing as going to italy all right we love you guys have an amazing weekend we'll see you next week bye